Welcome everyone to the Wabet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Vav. The last Daf, or the almost the last Daf, of Masechet Chagiga. Indeed, almost the last Daf in Sidon Moed. We are now in the Mishnah on Daf Chaf Hei Amubet, all the way on the bottom of the page. Today's Daf is a good for our anonymous sponsor. He should, have, he should be Zuchet to join us, Bezat Hashem, in the upcoming Givamot. Amen. And Bezat Hashem come back to being a regular here in this uh, uh, Daf Yomi class, like he always was. Chadesh Thank you, Binyamin. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Min al-Mu'adim u'lifnim. Ne'emanim al-Klihayres. So, Ha'amim made a were makbid on Ameh Ha'aretz, that the things that they touch are Tameh. But in the next couple of Mishnayot, the Gemara is going to tell you that even though the rabbis were strict and we said that Am Aretz who doesn't know the halachot, we assume that everything he touches Tameh, they have a few leniencies involved. They didn't do it in a way that causes them too much trouble. So you're going to see right here, like for example, if you have an Am Aretz who lives close to Yerushalayim, then we are going to allow him to, to we're going to trust him when he says that something is Tahor. If you live further away, then we won't trust you because we don't need to. But close to Yerushalayim, uh, people, they don't make pottery killing in Yerushalayim. So everything has to come from outside Yerushalayim. So in the areas outside Yerushalayim, there was a big run on Klicheres. And therefore, since we need them, we'll trust the Amarats in that area, but not if you're further away. The Bible made a certain line where at this point, we don't trust anyone. So we're going to see the details, right? If you're from the town of Modim and further out, then you're not trusted. How does it work? If you have a guy who's selling pots, if he enters into the area within Modim, and these are the very pots that he made, and the same people are buying, they're trusted. Which means that He's trusted on the pots that he's bringing, and the people and, and the people who who saw him come in with them could trust him also. But anyway, the guy who buys it from him has to see him bringing the pots in. Now, of course, you could sell your own pots, but if you're bringing in pots, you're importing pots, it's okay as long as we see, as long as we see you bringing, coming in with the pots. Okay? Yatsa, uh-huh. if he left, then he's not believed. Then he's not believed. Tanai went into the Brighta. says, Modi'im, if, what if you're in the town of Modi'im itself? We said if you're inside Modi'im, you're good. If you're outside, you're no good. What about if you're in Modi'im itself? Right? What if you live in that town? Sometimes you're like inside, sometimes you're like outside. Okay, so how does it work? If a kader is leaving, the potter is leaving, and chaver and a, 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 a rabbi or a, a guy who knows what he's talking about is coming in. Right? Thank you so much. Kilifnim. So if if the so the if the guy is leaving 
to go into the town, and the chaver is nichnas, kilifnim, then the town is like you're inside, right? So he could buy it there. Shnehem nichnasim, if they're both going in towards Yushalayim, or shnehem nichnasim, kilachutz, and they can't do it. Why is that? Because if they're both entering, since they're going closer to the town, they should do it there. In other words, like this. Let's say, um, let me let's, say let's say the town of Mordeim is, let's say, like the town of, of, of uh, Red Bank, right before Deal. Okay? So, if Red Bank is really the border, we only let you do Red Bank in, in a tight. We really want you to do it only in Deal. So, if you're going out of Red Bank towards New York, and I'm going inside towards Deal, so and we meet each other, then then we could I could sell it to you. I could buy it from you because if I don't buy it from you now, you're about to leave. I won't be able to buy it from you anymore. But if we're both going this way, why should we buy it in the town? We could go further, then we'll be in the right spot, right? The town is really like a, a, a gray zone. We'd rather you, could, if you're both going that way, continue in, right? Okay. Amar Abayabeh says, Afanan Namitini, we also see in the Mishnah. It says, Hakadeshim Achalakadirot Vinichlas Tafrim and Mordim. If the potter sold the pots, if he's going inside the Mordim, you can trust him. Tama, the reason why he's believed the Lafrim and Mordim, because he's inside. Ha Mordim Gufe, but Mordim itself, Lomimim, he's not believed. Embassy, what about the Sefa? Yatsa, if he left Mordim, he's not trusted. Ha Mordim Gufe, but Mordim itself, you are trusted. So it's a contradiction. El Lashmarina, Ba Kan Kadeh Yotzev Vachavinichlas. When we said it doesn't work, that's when the Kader is going out. That's when it does work. That's when you're allowed to buy it. And if they're both going out or both going in, then you cannot buy it in Modin. Okay? Good. Okay, good. You're right. So not only is it a, is a good answer, we can even see it from the Mishnah. Okay, Tana we learned in a brighter. You with us, everyone? Neeman beklicheres dakin la kodesh. Okay, we trust them when it comes to small earthenware kelim that we use for a korban, but we don't trust them for large vessels. Okay, why? Because we have to have enough. The reason why the difference is because when it comes to kodesh. We're stuck. You have to eat the, the, the food in a certain time. And the rabbis have to make sure there's enough vessels to eat them in. And therefore, if we're short vessels, we have to be able to buy them from Amaretz because we have to finish the food fast enough. Okay? When it comes to Tirumah, we don't trust you. So the same, we only allow small vessels, which are like eating type of vessels. We don't allow big, huge things that you don't need anyway for Tirumah. Okay? For, you don't need anyway for Kodesh. We don't, we don't allow those. And even the small ones, we only allow for, for Kodesh and not for Tirumah because it's a special there only for Okay? That's the ones we allow from Amart. Amar Shakish. It has to be something that you could carry with one hand. A small one is called carry one hand. Even if it's a big one that cannot be carried in one hand, even if you need two hands to carry it, it's still called small. Amar Shakish. The rabbis only allow empty vessels. But if it's a full vessel, we don't trust Amart. Right? This means. 
they, they, they say even if they're full. Now, the reason why the problem with the full is because we assume that the liquid in the in the vessel is not is tamir because he's am on it, right? And yet we're going to allow the vessel itself, but not the liquid in it. So Shaki says it doesn't make sense. But Rabbi Yochanan says even we even go for for full vessels. I feel because even if his garment is in the vessel, which we assume it's tamir midras, still we allow the vessel. Okay, in that area, that's Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Yochanan and are very different. Rabbi Yochanan won't allow even liquid in the vessel, and Rabbi Yochanan will even allow garments in the vessel. Okay, and still the vessel is not assumed to be tamei. You with me or no? Yes, but the vessel and you have a you have a vessel and your guy has his shorts in it. Now the shorts are are tamei midras. We assume it's tamei because the guy's not on it, but still. Because Rabbi Yochanan says that the heter will go so far that since we need vessels in Yishalayim, the rabbis are makbid, and we'll we'll trust the the, the the we'll trust the amar. Now the amar is saying that my shorts are tor, but we never trust them for anything. We don't trust them for liquid, we don't trust them. but for the vessel, we, since we need, we trust them. We, the rabbis didn't go so far to make it aswe. Amar Abba, umodei Rabbi Yochanan mashkin atzman shenemim. Rabbi Yochanan admits that the, that the, the actual liquids are tamer. Valtazman, don't be a wonder. If you have a wood fast full of liquid, right? Lagin timim the lagin is too much shiva seven days. Mashkin toni and right. Let's say you have a wood vessel that you put inside a uh, a klicheres or earthenware vessel. Now and and it had and, and it's completely closed. And it goes into a house with a dead body. Okay, this thing, right? Okay. You have a wood vessel with water, with liquid, with li- liquid in an earthenware vessel in a, in a house of a dead body. So now let's let's analyze. The wood is not protected inside the vessel because we said wood wood vessels are not not are not protected inside, but the liquid is. So it comes out that the wood vessel is tamer and the liquid that's in is tahor. So don't worry. So therefore, over here also, it's not a problem if we trust them on that. Ignore it. Next. Okay, we're talking about another strict, strictness of Tumah over Kodesh. So now let's say you have a, a tax collector. Now, in those days, the tax collectors had the, the, the government with them. They have the army soldiers with them. They come into your house and they decide how much tax they have. You don't file, you know, it's not like nowadays. You file, claim dependence, claim this, claim you know, tax write-offs. They don't care, write-offs, da, 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 you come, they come to your house. Okay, you're a rich guy. Okay, take this guy's couch, take this guy's thing. He's going to be out of taxes for the year. Welcome, Michael. Right? So the question is, when they come into the house uh, and, they, and they touch something, right? Right, they come in, they, they say, okay, get out of the house, we're going to look through your house, we're going to see what we want. I say, okay, we come out, we took your silver kiddush cup, that's going to be your taxes for the year. We took ten of them. Okay, now you come back into the house, and you look around the house, and say, Lee, these guys, and the Amay audits, usually the Amay audits are not good guys make take, like in taxes. Maybe they also touched my uh, crock pot, I don't have to break it. You understand the question? So yes, the guy, is walking out, he says, listen, did you, did you touch my crock pot? No, I didn't touch your crock pot, I just took your things. Do you trust them? Could you trust him that he says he didn't touch something? No. That's one thing. And second thing, ganavim. Let's say you have a ganav. 
The ganav came into your house, goes through your stuff, and and he he, he steals your uh, earthenware pot. Okay, now that's your wife's favorite pot. And uh, she comes back and he says, oh, "Listen, uh, I'm sorry, I stole it. I took it for the day, for the for the week. Here it is. Take it back." Or they catch him and he brings it back. Okay. Now he's he asks him, "By the way, do I have to break this thing? I loved it. So did you let it get to me? No, no, I was very careful. Uh, do you trust him?" Says the Mishnah. Also, going to turn him. Nemanim, they believed. They believed. Say we didn't touch it. But we only believe them when it comes to Kodesh, but not Shuma. Why not? Uh, oh, so some want to say that the mission is only talking about the, from Modi'im to Yerushalayim, in the area where we need vessels. And since we need the vessels, the rabbis are lenient to trust them, even these guys. Okay? That's one way to understand this. Otherwise it, otherwise, it could be talking about everywhere in, 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 the, in Eretz Yisrael because people are very careful with, with, with Korbanot. Not Truma, but they're careful with Korbanot. Okay. In Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim, all Amir artists I believe, when it comes to Kodesh, but not Tiruma. Right? Ubashat Regel. When it comes to a holiday, even on Truma, we will trust them. Okay? Says the Gemara, welcome back, Mike. I'll ask you a contradiction. It says, If you have tax collectors who enter in your house, the, the Mishnah says that the whole house is Tameh, right? Because we assume that they touched everything to find the right things in your house to collect, right? So you see, it's a contradiction. In our Mishnah, we said we trust them. Here it says we don't trust them. Do we trust these tax collectors? Lokasha. One, the Mishnah is talking about if they have a goy with them. The Mishnah that says we don't trust them, if they have a goy with them, so we don't trust them at all. But if they have no goy, then you can trust them. We learned in the Mishnah, if there's a goy with them, they're believed to say we didn't go into that room. But we don't believe to say that we went, we went in, but we didn't touch. So if there's, there's a few different rooms. One room, they said, we didn't go into that room at all. The other room, says, we went in, but we didn't touch stuff. We believe in one, not the other. That's with a goy. But without a goy, it's, that's our mission where we believe the guy fully. Okay. Who cares? Who cares that there's a goy with them? Why does it make a difference? They're scared of the goy. They're with the Roman. And the Roman guy they're scared of. And therefore... No, the Roman guy is going to say, you're not checking good. Check everywhere. What do you do? See what else he has. Look through his stuff. Right? And therefore, they're going to have to check everything. And that's what we're worried about. Otherwise, no, they're not scared of the guy with him. They're scared of the king. They're scared that the guy with him was going to report them to the king. For not checking good. Right. So says, what's the difference? Let's say you have a goy with him who's not a hashub guy, right? So if he's if he's if, if you hold that the, you're worried about the goy with you, this guy I'm not worried about. He's not a hashub guy. But if you say I'm worried about the king, then even this guy could report me to the king, and therefore you'll even be a problem even with a not hashub goy. So my between these two rabbis is what kind of goy 
makes it asur, all the stuff in the house. Are you with me or no? Mm-hmm. According to the first rabbi, only a goy who's a hashubi guy, who I'm scared of, could mess, could mess up the house. Right. But if the goy's a low life, just a regular guy, not possible. Then, then I, since I'm not scared of him, then you'll trust me. And the other one says, no, since we're worried about the king, even a not hashubi guy can still report to the king, and therefore, don't look. Okay. We said also, also the Ganavim, if you have a thief who comes to the house, if he returns the Ganavim, he's believed to say that he didn't, he didn't uh, fight regarding holding things, but not regarding Truma. Says the Gemara. If you mean who, we have a contradiction, it says on the different Mishnah, Tarot, Haganavim should talk about the thieves enter the house, and we only assume they walked in the place where they walked and not anywhere else. But it sounds like It sounds like whatever they touch is tamer. But now we're saying that we trust them to say that, they didn't, that even what they took, they took. Our Mishnah says, if the guy returns the keli, we trust him. And the other Mishnah sounds like every anything in the area he was, we assume is tamer. Says, I don't know. You're right. But our Mishnah is talking because Shasu Tshuva. Our Mishnah is one that the Ganav did to Shuba. So the Ganav did Teshuvah, well, now that he's doing Teshuvah, we trust him. If the Ganav didn't do Teshuvah and they caught him, and he's, oh, I didn't touch it, I didn't touch it, that guy's still nothing. We don't believe the guy as far as we can throw him. Okay, he'll say anything. But if the guy is already, you know, learning and trying to return things and doing all things right, now he comes and asks him, by the way, what happened my house? No, no, I didn't touch it. Then we trust him, then we trust him. Okay. Still a very popular place, so it's a very. <laughs> I don't know, let's go. Dekanami. Dekanami, we have a, 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 a deduction from the Mishnah that you see that it's right. Tektani Sheikh Zero Tekanim. If you know in the Mishnah, it doesn't. It says Ganavim who returned the vessels. It doesn't say Ganavim who were caught. It says Ganavim who returned the vessels, which indicates what, Mister Sabag? That he didn't steal it. I no, that he, that he, um, he didn't, he's doing going back. He's doing Thank you. Yes. So we even see from the Mishnah. Guess what? You shouldn't have need. You shouldn't have needed a pinhas in the name of Rava to give the answer. You could have figured out if you looked at the Mishnah well enough. You could have figured out yourself because it says the word Sheikh Zidu. They returned it. And that's the simple thing, right? Good. Let's say he returned it, so he's a sadik. He has no money. Oh, but we see that he's doing. So what's he returning for? Keep it. You're returning stuff. He's probably on some kind of chuba. Yeah. We're assuming. Unless he returns it because uh, someone beat him up, but it doesn't sound like that. Okay. In Yerushalayim, they believe when it comes to Kodesh. What does that mean? They're even on big vessels that will be used for Kodesh, they trust it. Why do we trust them so much? Even large ones. We can't make a furnace in Yerushalayim. The, the rabbis didn't want to make, allow furnaces in Yerushalayim because that would make furnaces in those days the, would have a, a lot of black smoke coming out of them and would cause the walls of Yerushalayim to look black. Mm-hmm. And, or the Beit HaMakdash to look black and we don't want this. The rabbis outlawed furnaces in Yerushalayim. So therefore it's very tough to get a hold of a big earthenware they break often and you can need a furnace to make new ones. And since we can't get them in Yerushalayim enough so the rabbis believe the Amaya artists regarding those things in Yerushalayim in order to avoid these problems. Okay? Next, during the time of the regel, they also believed for tinuma. Where do we know this from? 
אבל בשביל בן אבי, דם מלכה הפסוק הזה, ויאסרף כל איש ישראל אל העיר כאיש אחד חברים. This is referring to the story of פלגיש בגבעה, when all the Jews were fighting against Shevet בנימין because of a terrible thing that happened in their Shevet. They all gathered together and said they came like one man, meaning they came as if they were unified. חברים, friends. Now the word חברים means friends, but it also could mean, like we said, we were using it for a long time, a, a non-amharitz. So we see, you see from here that when all Yisrael are united, we consider them as if they're all not Amaretz. And therefore we trust them. And therefore, that's why when you come to Ali Al-Regel, when all the Jews are coming to Yerushalayim, so we're all together. Yeah. Um, it's a long right? Therefore, they're all Chavarim, and therefore, that's why we trust them when everyone's in Yushalayim. That's why we trust them when everyone's in Yushalayim, because that's when everyone's there on the regal. Okay. New Mishnah. Hapoteah et chavirov ha-matchil b'isato al-gav ha-regal. If a guy opens a barrel of wine to sell, the way it works with, with wine is you open a barrel, you got to sell the whole thing. That's how it works. Or you start selling a new batch of dough in Yushalayim. Right? Now... And you have some left afterwards. Now you, you sold half the barrel, you have half the barrel, because you sell the rest of it. Now, uh, we're assuming, I'm assuming that you have, have uh, Amir artists who come to Yerushalayim and they want to buy wine from you. So they probably stuck a ladle into the barrel and took out the wine and they took out the wine. But you're allowed to do because on the holiday we trust them. If he says he's Tahor, we trust him. Right? Now we opened the barrel, we sold half a barrel, the holiday's over, and there's half a barrel left. Do we say it's still trusted now? Or it's not the holiday no more. After the holiday, we don't trust them. Mm-hmm. But they're not coming now. They came before. Yeah, but, but they already touched it. Are you with us or no? Yeah. Okay. Rebbe Dao says, Yigmor, you're allowed to finish selling the barrel. Since they only touched it on the holiday, so you can finish selling it. Hachamim omrim lo yigmor. Hachamim say, you know, you're not allowed to finish it. Okay? That's the Mishnah. So is the Gemara. You with me, Solomon? Mm-hmm. Very yeah. small. Yeah, it was a small, short response. Okay. Yativ Rav Ami Rabbi Tzuknafcha Akala Der Rabbi Tzuknafcha. They were sitting on the porch of Rabbi Tzuknafcha. Patah had Ramar. One of them started to say, "Mahushi Yani Chalaragalacher." Can the fellow put it for the next holiday? Which means, according to the Hahamim, who said that you can't finish selling the barrel. Can I put it away for the next holiday? On the holiday, we trust it. We trust them. So on the holiday, I'll drink it. Everyone's touching it, and you say you can leave for the holiday? No, it's tamerified. You can't sell it. So he told him, What do you mean? On this holiday, everyone's touching it, and you let it on this holiday, so what do you care if I leave it the next holiday? So he told him back, How could you compare? It's good until now. The tumat amars on the holiday, Hashem allowed it. And the hashta tamei but now it became tamei. How could it? In other words, you could, when it starts off tahor, you could say it stays tahor. But you never saw something become tamei and then become re-tahorified. Right? So just because I allowed it on the holiday, that's because we, that's because the chachamim come and they say that we don't make it tamei at this point. But once the Chaimim make it Tameh, according to the Chachamim, we say it's Tameh after the holiday, right? Because they, they don't hold it, you're allowed to finish selling it. So that means they hold it Tameh after the holiday. If they hold like that, how can it come back and become re, re, uh, re-tahorified next holiday? 
You're not with me? I am. Once, once the Chachamim makes something Tameh, that's it, it's Tameh. Right. We never see that the Chachamim could reap. Yes, you see that the rabbis don't allow it to get Tameh. Hold off it. Hold, right. Hold off see on the it, becoming Tameh. Are you with us or no? Okay, Ilo. Tell him. The, the, we see that the, the Chachamim have the ability to hold off something becoming Tameh until a certain time frame. Right? So after the holiday, that it would become automatically Tameh. But we don't see that something that even even something that they do that too could, it could become back to be not Tameh. Right. right, in the next holiday, yes. Right, I understand that. Okay, good. What's wrong? No, it's okay, it's right. What's the problem, Benjamin? <laughs> you nothing? Okay. Name a Kitanai. Let's say it's Machlokatanaim. The Tani Chada, one writer says, Yani Chena Regal Chay, you could leave it the next holiday. Vitani Yidech, another one says, shut it off to make it crazy. Vitani Yidech, another one says, Lo Yani Chena Regal, it's in my pocket. Sorry, front pocket. Just put the cord over there. Just press the button. Open, open. Press the button. There we go. Good. Now, Vitani Yidech, another one says, No, Lo Yani Chena Regal, don't leave the next holiday. My love, Tanaim, must be Machlokatanaim. Lo. The one that says leave it is a Buda. Ah. We had thought that this machlok between these two rabbis was the machlok between the two brightas, whether or not you can leave it for the next holiday. More saying, no, no, not necessarily. We're talking, one's Rabbi Huda who says, that you're allowed to continue selling it. And the other one is Ramadan who say you can't continue selling it. So therefore, it's not necessarily to agree with us. If it was Behuda, he wouldn't say leave it to the next holiday. If it was Behuda who was saying it, he would say finish it. He wouldn't say leave it to the next holiday. He allows you to finish selling it even not on the holiday. Don't tell me it's Behuda. And see what I'm saying or no? Yeah, yeah. The one that says don't leave it for the next holiday, that's Behuda. The one says leave it is Rabbanan. So what does it mean, don't leave it to the next holiday? means that you don't have to leave it, you can finish right now. So they want to say like this. So they want to say that really everyone agrees that you can leave it to the next holiday. Okay? And the, the machlok and this brighta, one rabbi is saying don't leave it for the next holiday. It doesn't mean throw it out. He means you can sell it even not on the holiday. Like Rabbi Yudah. Don't use for and the, he, I mean, don't leave it means you don't have to leave it. Why would you want to leave it? Just finish it now. And the other rabbi is saying, no, you, you, you have to leave it for the next holiday. Okay? But they're allowing you to do it. Okay? Good. Says the, says the new Mishnah. You ready for the Mishnah? Yeah. Mishavaradega, once the holiday passes, ma'avirim al remove all the all the vessels of Beit Hamikdash, because the Goi, the Amea Arits are coming into the Beit Hamikdash all the whole holiday with all this stuff. Now we're trusting them on the holiday. Once the holiday is over and everyone goes home, we now we have to purify all the vessels of Beit Hamikdash because they're all they're all over the place. We take all the vessels out and we dip them in the mikveh. Okay. Now, but what if the what if the holiday is over on a Friday? They don't take it out right away because of Kavod Shabbat. Okay, it's not we busy to get ready for Shabbat. Rabbi Yudas says, Rabbi Yudas says, even on a Thursday we don't take it out. Why not? She ain't according to Prim 
the, the Kohanim are not free on that day, they're busy. And therefore, even Thursday is no good, okay? Only on Sunday through Wednesday, according to the Buddha. According to the Hanim, Sunday through Friday, okay? Now, says the Mbaita, why are they not available? What are they so busy with on Thursday, according to the Buddha? Says the Gemara, no. Since there's, there's something called Terumata Deshen, where they have to take, Hotza'ata Deshen, where you have to take all the ashes that build up in the, in the Beit HaMikdash, you have to take them outside the Mahane. Now that job, after a holiday when there's tons of Korbanot, is a huge job. The Kohanim are busy with it the whole day Thursday, and therefore they're unavailable for cleaning all the vessels of the Beit HaMikdash. No Mishnah. How do we get ready? How do they move it for the Tarat Azrah? We dip the vessels in the Mikdash. We take all the vessels and we tell them, be careful. Right? Don't touch the table. Why? Because we don't want anyone touching the Shulchan. Because if they're Ama'aretz, we don't let them touch it. Even the Kohanim, but sometimes Ama'aretz, we don't let them touch the Shulchan because... <coughs> because it can't be dipped. It's crazy, right? But the, the Shulchan can't be dipped because you always have to have bread on it. You can't dip the bread. Okay? Let me mess always on it. Any Kelly in the Beit Mikdash, they have backup sets and they have backup backup sets. Because if one gets Tameh, you bring the second one in place. They need to be dipped. Because they like Karka, they don't get Tumah. The reason why they don't get tamerified is because they're covered with gold. We'll see why in the, in the Gemara, why that makes a difference. Okay, we'll see why they don't like Karka. It says, Mizbeach Adama, right? Therefore, it becomes like Adama, and therefore has a law like Adama, the dirt doesn't get Tameh. That's one opinion. Habib say no, not because they're, because they're covered with gold. Now, this is enough. Enough me, and we'll see the Gemara. Okay, so this is the Gemara. According to the writer, it says that they tell the Amer Aris Kohanim, don't touch the, not just don't, don't touch the Shulchan, also don't touch the Minorah. Okay? So if so, how come in our Mishnah, the Tana writes that you should, we tell them not to touch the Shulchan, we don't mention the Minorah? Shulchan Ktibet Tamid. Minorah Lok Ktibet Tamid. By the Shulchan it says that it has to be Tamid in front of Hashem. It doesn't say Minorah always has to be in front of Hashem. And therefore our Mishnah holds that the Minorah can be dipped, but you can't dip the Shulchan. It says about the Ida. What about the other rabbi? Why does he say you can't dip, dip the Minorah? Since the Pasuk says that the Menorah is opposite the Shulchan, therefore it has to be like the Shulchan. It's like it says Tamid, just like the Shulchan says Tamid. Since it says the Menorah has to be opposite it, that means it always has to be there. And therefore that rabbi holds that even the Menorah cannot be dipped. Good. 
ואידך, הוא נזר דבר מוסי. ההוא לקבוע לו מקום הוא דעתה. No, when it says it's opposite the Shulchan, it's just telling you where to put it. It's not telling you how long it has to be there for. And therefore, yes, you are allowed to dip the menorah, according to our Mishnah. Okay? Are you with us or no? Yeah. Okay, good. So let's take a minute. וטפקלי דקלי עץ עשו לנחת הוא. says the Gemara, why are we saying that we, it sounds like from our Mishnah, that the Shulchan can get tamerified, just we tell them don't touch it. But it could get tamerified. The question is, what do you mean? I would assume that our Mishnah, that the Shulchan is not tamerable, and therefore we don't even care if they touch it. How do you do that? Why? That's so big. Okay. Why do we assume that it's uh, a kliets which is made to stay in one spot? That any kliets, any wooden vessel that's made to stay in one spot doesn't get tamer. My tamer, do me the sackwinen. Because in order to get tamer for it, it has to be like a sack. Just like a sack. You, you carry it when it's full and when it's empty. I've called, so to every vessel that gets tamerable has to be carryable, tamer and empty. And therefore, if it's not meant to be carried, then it shouldn't, it shouldn't get tamerified. And therefore, who, why are we worried that tamerars might touch this thing? This is also carried empty and full. Pasuk says that you put you put the lechem apanim al shulchan atahor. Why? 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 Why does it have to be tahor? It, 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 it doesn't get tamerified. Must be that they lift it. Right? You see from here that they actually would lift up the Nechamayim because every time they had a holiday, they would pick up the Shulchan and show all the people, look how much Hashem loves you. Because Hashem makes it that the bread on the Shulchan, when they put it on day one, on day seven it's still hot. It's still fresh. So they would show the miracle. So therefore they have to pick up the table. And by picking up the table, they're making the table tamerable. Because only t- tables that are always stationary from wood don't get tamerable. Don't but this is not stationary because you have to pick it up to show the people. And therefore that's why it's tamerable and we don't let the Amaris touch the table. You with us or no? Got it. Okay. Like as, as hot as when they put it on, that's how hot it was when they took it off. The bread is hot on the day they take it off. So it's going, ah, oh yeah. Who cares the fact that you picked it up? Anyway, it's a problem because it's covered with gold. If you have wood table that got smaller, pieces break off it, which made it smaller, or it's covered with marble. If there's room on them to put goblets, it's still tamable. (laughs) 
Meaning, if you cover with marble and you still have room to put a goblet, it's still tamerable. Right? says, no, you have to have room to put meat on it. Okay? You have to have a little more room. But you see that if it's if if you cover it with, with marble, it's not a wood thing anymore. Now, it, now it's made out of stone and it can't get tamer. So you see that when you cover it with something, it becomes identified by the covering. And if so, now that we cover the shulchan with gold, it should now be gold. So what do you have to tell me? Oh, because I pick it up. Even if I even if I didn't pick it up, it still could, should be tamerable because we only said that wood kilim that are not picked up are not tamerable. But now that it's covered now gold, it's covered it gold, Kelly, and should be tamerable even if they don't pick it up. Why well, I have to tell you this whole story about them picking up and showing the hot bread, even without the story of the hot bread. It's tamerable because it's covered with gold, and when something gets covered with something, we count it like it's the covering, and the covering here is made out of gold, and gold can be tamerable always, and therefore, what do we need this for? Maybe Are you with me or no? Yeah. So it's coming to teach you that anything that's gold-plated becomes gold, and therefore it should become tamer. But, it seems, but we see that it doesn't. We see that it wouldn't had it not been that we picked it up. So why? So, 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 that's yeah, question one. So what's the Good. And now maybe you're going to tell me, oh, I'll tell you why. Maybe you'd say, when it's regular wood that we don't care about, you're right. But this is shitim wood. Shitim wood is cedar wood. It's very, very hashubi. And therefore, even though you cover it, it's still more, it's more wood than it is gold. You want to know it's not true either. That the rabbi said the rule only on Ashkechit wood that's from overseas, which is not not important. But in Misamim wood, which are very valuable, the rabbis don't agree. Who says that even Hashub wood, what are you going to say? That's not going to answer you for that. Maybe give me another answer, I'll tell you. Kan omed, kan omed. One we're talking about a tzipui that is anchored, and one is not an anchored one. What does that mean, anchored? Which means you have to if you nail it in. Which means if the covering is just on top of it, then it doesn't count. But if you nail it in, then it becomes like the covering. Maybe that's the answer. Can't be.
Okay. I think we're going to stop right over here. Come on, what's the parochah? We have this much to do in Morakatan. Uh, we have more. We have more. We have, we have a, a, a mood plus this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen.